Welcome to By the Fiberside, a knitting and spinning podcast from the southern edge of northern Alberta, Canada. Episode 39, Invested. I was sitting down with two friends on Friday night, the last night in Olds before it was back to reality after another wonderful fiber week. We first met in level one four years ago, and have met up once each year for a week to learn more about fiber and spinning. None of us has finished our level three homework, but we were all determined, somehow, some way, to make it through. We had made it this far, and were too invested at this point to just give up. This year's Fiber Week was an oddity. A mix-up early in the process shrunk it down to five weekdays instead of eight days over a weekend, and that, combined with new processes and new staff people at Olds College, had many of the people I talked to on Sunday wondering what was in store for our favorite fiber festival. Would this year's invariably lower numbers be used as an excuse to pare down the scope of Fiber Week still further? What were the plans for the great community of volunteers that helped make the events run smoothly? How could we make the powers that be see exactly how much Fiber Week meant to all of us, and convince them that this year was simply an outlier, brought on by the change in dates? How could we as a community save Fiber Week? By Tuesday, it was clear that we didn't have to save Fiber Week. The announcement Wednesday night of the 2015 dates, which included the usual weekend, was met with cheers and applause but not with the sense of relief that I might have expected given the sentiments I heard, and felt myself, on Sunday. But once classes started and the students and instructors began interacting with each other and with the college staff, it was clear that there was a commitment on both sides to the success of Fiber Week. There was no them, only us. That doesn't change the fact that there were many, many people ready to take up arms and storm the castle if that was what was needed. We are invested in Fiber Week. For many of us, it is the highlight of the year. As soon as it ends, we are counting down to the next one. It's not just the master spinners and weavers either. I shared a townhouse with two people who didn't take any classes this year, who just entered fleeces in the fleece show, helped out, and spent time with other attendees. One even drove to Calgary and bought a loom, which she then spent the next few days learning how to weave on before packing it back up in her car and taking it home. Whether you take classes or not, Fiber Week is important. Things move quickly in this day and age. It's almost unheard of now for a person to stay with one company for their entire career. Our lives are more fluid, more transient, and move more quickly than they used to. So we consider carefully the things that we do choose to make the stable parts of our lives. For me, I focus on my relationships, my home, and those activities that evoke in me a passion that help me cope with the busy pace of life. Fiber arts, and by extension the Master Spinner program, is one of those things that I choose to invest myself in. I won't lie. There have been times over the last few months as frustration built over my level 3 homework that I was close to giving up. As much as I want to call myself a master spinner, and not just a master spinner student, there have been moments after skein after skein did not work out that I contemplated packing it in. 
There are plenty of people out there who are wonderful spinners who have never gone through the program, I told myself. But I didn't give up, and I haven't given up. I believe not only in the program and what it's trying to accomplish, but also in myself. I'm a good spinner. Even though I'm having some trouble with some aspects of the homework, I believe in myself and know that with practice, I will figure it out. We were all tired on Friday, and our brains were full of flax, lopy, art yarns, and luxury fibers, level four challenges and skills. It was comforting as well, knowing that we were all in the same boat, wanting to get started on the new things we'd learned, but needing to keep moving forward with level three. But when we said goodbye, we said to each other, see you next year. We have too much invested now to give up. Thanks for listening. This is By the Fiberside. Fiber Week. I talked to my parents on FaceTime today and they said, you look really tired. I'm like, yeah, well, it's the end of Fiber Week. Yes, I'm very tired. You can probably hear it in my voice too. Um, It was an amazing week. It always is, but it is pretty exhausting. It didn't help matters that I started off the week packing the car on Sunday and I threw out my lower back. So I was fighting with that for most of the, the beginning part of the week. I saw the chiropractor in Olds. He put it back in, but I was I was popping rowbacks to keep the muscles from pulling it back out for, for a good three days. So that, that kind of sucked a little bit. But overall, I I wish it was longer. I really do. So level four, the level four class was wonderful. We had uh, Donna Rudd as our teacher. She is uh, an expert. She's, a, she's an alpaca judge and and a master spinner. Her her level six project was in the uh, in the fashion show last year. Her level six project was on beaver as a spinnable fiber, beaver down, I guess, and it was pretty amazing. So it was really cool to to have her as a teacher. And also helping out in our classroom, we had Colleen Nemitz, <clears throat> who is the silk, what do they call her? The silk queen. She's got an article in the most recent issue of Spinoff about reeled silk. So two absolutely amazing and knowledgeable instructors that we had in our class. So level four was a lot about uh, luxury fibers, the short stapled ones, um, bison, cashmere, camel, and silk. And they're a lot of fun to spin even like the cat, you, you're so kind of afraid of them because they're expensive and you don't want to ruin them, but, but you know how you, you figure out how to spin them because they're short staple fibers and, and it can be a lot of fun. So I'm really looking forward to, to getting into the, that homework, the homework parts of that. And then there was also dye day. Oh, oh man, it was so much fun. The colors that we got and everything and the way the silk took the the colors there was a bit of a moment there uh, on monday where where donna said who spun silk and 
uh, Kara and I put up our hands and she's like, oh no, no one's ever spun silk before and it takes a different temperature and on and on and on. It was a, there was a moment where it looked like we were going to have to do it ourselves, but, but, uh, but we figured it out. We, we just kept the temperature a little lower. It still worked for the wool and, uh, and the silk took the dye amazingly well. So I've got beautiful colors. There was a bit of a mix-up, but that always happens when you're doing something as a big group. Some of the color wheel skeins ended up in the percentage dye, and some of the percentage dye skeins ended up in the color wheel. And and the really sort of part of me that wants everything to be orderly and stuff hates that. But, you know, it still all worked out. They still have the colors, and, and uh, it's really... Overall, the whole the whole experiment, the whole dye day, really really brought home how well, first of all how not really difficult acid dyes are but there's still quite a bit of math involved and and it really depends on the colors you want so so that was really really good so in addition to the acid dyes and the luxury fibers there was uh, bast fibers so flax and ramy and um, flax is going to be interesting i bought some line flax and wow, I, I, I spun a little bit off of a distaff there and I, I got it. I figured out how I was supposed to do it. I think my fingers need to be a little wetter for it because that's one of, you spin it with wet fibers to um, let the, uh, the enzymes and stuff help stick it together. But I'm really, I really want to get into that because gosh, that looks, it looks like so much fun. The spinning off of the distaff and even the toe flax. It was it was really interesting. So, and then Ramy as well, another bast fiber, and cotton. Oh, cotton's like the bane of my existence. But we had a really we had a, a presentation from Caroline Sommerfeld, and she's in. She insists that we will love cotton if we learn to spin it right. You know, and I talked to Marg too. Uh, she was at the Merchant Mall, and she said it's really difficult to spin cotton on a joy. Which kind of surprised me a little bit, um, but you know she she you know it made sense once we talked about it. So it looks like I'm probably gonna spin cotton on my um, my old traddy, which of course has a ratio of six and two thirds to one, which means I'll be doing a lot of treadling for a little bit of yarn. It's kind of annoying, but I'll try it. When we spun cotton in class, I could spin a puny no problem. And then second, we got the lovely cotton sliver. I had no end of issues. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll have to just play around with it and see what's going to go on there. And what else? Bast fibers. Uh, Lopey and novelty yarns or, or fun, fun yarns. Um, we have to spin three of them, a boucle, a spiral, and a tufted yarn. And also lopi. So so from the one end of line flax, which is super super thin, to lopi, which is really really thick. It's level four is is in all kinds of directions. So yeah, I, I really do want to get started while it's all fresh in my mind. We also reeled silk, which I've got a seventy five hour project, and I'm half tempted to reel silk for it, but got to get through level three first and decide. It. The whole week was really what I needed, you know, just to just to sort of 
you know, reinforce why, why I want to get through the program, why I want to learn all of this stuff, why I want to get outside of my comfort zone. So, so that was good. What was also good was going around the class on the first day and hearing how many people have not finished their level three homework. It was, uh, it was really, I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna say it's good that we're, there's so few of us that are finished our level three homework. Um, one of my classmates actually finished at 4.30 the day before and was handing it in to Mark that day. But uh, but to know that I'm not the only one is is a good feeling. Ish. Good-ish feeling. At least, at least I'm part of a community then. So. so yeah, so it's on to level three, but not this week. This week is all about getting ready for the move. And, uh, and, but by the time the next episode rolls around, we'll be in the rental unit and, and then I'll just literally will have nothing else to do, but focus on homework. So yeah, I'm going to try to sue the cotton on the traditional and see how that goes. I've also asked, um, the, the old college, uh, contact what I need from my medical professionals to be able to use an electronic spinner for parts of my homework that I deem appropriate just to save my legs. The, the, I, I don't want to spend too many weekends or too many weeks trying to get the feeling back in my toes after having worked on my homework for a weekend. So, um, the people I've talked to have seemed, you know, okay with that as an accommodation. I obviously, you know, with the, I have, I have a, an e-spinner now and, uh, and it's not appropriate for everything. For example, I don't think I can spin cotton on it. The drawing is quite strong. But that doesn't mean I couldn't ply cotton on it, which would make a difference. So, so I've I've got those wheels in motion a little bit. But yeah, Fiber Week. Oh, I wish I was still there, even though it's tiring, even though my brain is full, and and even though the beds at Olds College, the townhouses are really really hard. I still wish I was there. It's it's always lovely to be to you know start talking about fiber and people know what you're saying overall it was just a wonderful week and and i'm already counting down for next year so that's a bit of the update it was great i'm back to my level three homework i have till october and i can do it Fiber notes. I had no time at all during fiber week to knit on anything. I was spinning the whole time, which was great. I mean, we're at fiber week, right? So that's really good. But not much on the knitting front happened. Now, the week before, I actually managed to finish the stage two socks on time, but only barely. I finished them with 15 minutes to spare. I sent in my photographs with two minutes to spare before stage three started. So I, that was good. That was really good. And I gave my mom her socks on last Sunday when I saw her at Fiber Week. She was very happy and, and they fit, or at least I'm assuming they fit because the first one fit when I tried it on, when she tried it on the weekend before. So yeah, another 10 days for two so- for a pair of socks. So 
at that point, I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'll I'll start the stage three socks. I'll bring them to Fiber Week, right? Yeah, the stage three socks looked like a lot of fun. It was a randomized uh, colorwork chart, and it looked awesome, and they were really pretty. And the maximum size, the extra large size, had an ankle circumference of nine inches, and mine is ten. So, yeah. Also, the yarn that I'd set aside for this particular pair of socks was a little thin, so it wasn't like I could go up a needle size to get that extra room. Uh, it was a it was a light, light fingering. So, yeah, I just sort of, at that point, I was like, I guess I'm not doing stage three. Stage four, on the other hand, starts on Tuesday, and uh, and it's the beaded sock, so eh, we'll cast that one on. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, right. We're moving on Saturday. <laughs> oh, lordy. But on the other hand, I can't work on my homework in the hotel room, and I can't work on my homework at work. So I might as well cast on a pair of socks, right? Even if they are beaded. So that's the plan anyway for, for knitting there. Also on the knitting front, I took my pie shawl, the Event Horizon pie shawl, and I put it into the uh, fashion show at Fiber Week. And I got a lot of really, really lovely compliments on it. Uh, People were amazed that I'd knitted it in about 70 days, which when you actually say that out loud, that actually sounds pretty impressive, actually. (laughs) But but I was really happy to, to take something that I had made that I was really proud of personally and put it in the fashion show and and, you know, have people also think that it was pretty cool. So, so that was good. And as I mentioned, I have an e-spinner now. I, one of my classmates had posted on Ravelry that she was selling her Hanson. And even though it was the wrong time, it was something that I'd been thinking about quite seriously for, for about six months, because my legs aren't getting a ton better. And and if I want to spin, and I, I I wanted to save all my treadling for my homework, because obviously the, you know you need an accommodation to use an e spinner, if for your homework. So if I wanted to spin something fun, I would have to you know factor that in. So I wanted to get the e spinner so that I could continue to spin, and not not necessarily treadle and save the treadling for my homework. So even though it was the wrong time, it was a really good deal, and so I bought it off of her. It's a, it's a Hansen uh, mini spinner with a woolly winder, a bunch of extra bobbins. And, uh, and so I wanted to spin a skein on it just to try it out and see how it works. So I went down into my stash and I found a 100 gram bag of uh, Polworth in a, it's sort of a navy multicolored um, dye lot or dyeing. That word that's not there. I'm really tired in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just called Navy Multi, and it's Polworth. So I divided that into two, spun up two bobbins of that. Um, spun the one bobbin at Fiber Week, and finished off the second yesterday. And I'm plying it now. I should finish plying it tonight after the episode is uh, out and live on the internet. And, you know, it's it takes a bit of getting used to, certainly. And I need to figure out, for well, for one thing, how how I'm basically going to count my TPI 
on it if I'm going to use it for my homework. But I think I know how to do that. So I really just wanted to spin this skein to get used to it. And I've done that. And it's easy to get used to and it's easy to spin on. It's so easy to spin on that on one night at Fiber Week, I almost fell asleep spinning, which is not a good thing, but that's how relaxing it is. So I'm really, even though it wasn't quite the right time, you know, in my head, it was the right thing to do. And I'm really pleased uh, with myself that I said that I would. So, so that's, that's fiber notes. Sock incoming with beads. Uh, I should be able to make this one fit me. So we'll see. Fiberside Chat It wouldn't be the post-Fiber Week episode without a little sit-down-in-a-chat with the staff person in charge of Fiber Week at Olds College. Now, Zach Webster was hired after last year's Fiber Week. And when he was hired, he was told that he was in charge of all the business courses. Oh, and this little thing called Fiber Week. The reality, he says, is exactly opposite. He's in charge of Fiber Week. And occasionally a couple of business courses from time to time. So it was really interesting to sit down with Zach and talk about his perceptions of his first Fiber Week and also what he sees going on in the future. So here is a Fiberside chat with Zach Webster. Well, it's the last day of Fiber Week, and I am sitting here with Zach Webster, who is the new auto. What is your title? Program coordinator. Okay, for, for Old College Continuing Education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the business and, uh, and special interest portfolios. Mm-hmm. So you are in charge of Fiber Week now, Well, on, on the staff side. Yes, I mean, to be clear, the difference between now and, and, and uh, my predecessor is we have a, we have a larger team mm-hmm. as well, so it would be a be a misnomer to suggest that it was just me but yeah. Uh, yeah yeah but you're the you're the point of contact absolutely yeah so so this is the end of your first fiber week what what are your initial impressions what are my initial impressions well i have to tell you it's not a surprise but it's it's wonderful to be to be exposed to is that this particular group is unlike any of the other groups that we have mm-hmm. uh, on campus and that's i mean through ce or with our full-time programming any of them that we have that I've been exposed to, the, the 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 passion and the enthusiasm is palpably different. Um, now that's not to say our other programs don't have passion; they do. We're all, I mean, everything at, at Olds College that, that goes is, has its own kind of brand of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. But the conviction that all the students uh, and participants have, uh, as well as the the sense of ownership that both uh, our instructors, our merchant mall vendors, our fleece show uh, producers and judges, participants all seem to have, um, is, is, is really, I guess I'd say it's empowering in a kind of way because it, it lets you know that not only am I here and I've got, we've got a team that's working on this, but there's a whole community that wants to see this event a success. Mm-hmm. And while I was told that was the case when we started, um, it's it's really been kind of a something I've absorbed through osmosis through being here with all of the people, and that's mm-hmm. definitely the first impression that that kicks me. You know, yeah. Oh yeah, it's Fiber Week is. I mean, I've been coming for four years now, and, and you're right. It is. It's very. It's very empowering on a on a level. I mean, as a participant myself, but but also to see that that there are so many people out there that have the same interests, 
and and that are willing to come together and do the work to to make an event like this happen mm-hmm. is yeah. is really cool. And they're positive about what's going on. They're enthusiastic for what's going to happen in the future. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I can't make it across campus without bumping into three people with, who are really positive, really happy, and mm-hmm. really have some great ideas for next year. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, you know already. I, yeah. I've got a, a book filled with, with suggestions and that sort of thing, and it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just great. That comes from that sense of ownership, from yeah. that desire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. So you have dates for next year. We do. They are? They are the 19th to the 26th of June, mm-hmm. 2015. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Which includes a weekend. Yes. To be clear. Yes, yes, that was the big thing this year. <laughs> yes, it was. Well, and justifiably so. We, yeah. we knew that was going to be the case. We did as best we could this year, and I think yeah. we did very, very well this I year. I think so, too. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of us were coming in very concerned about about the future of Fiber Week and, and, and about how it was going to work this year, and and on a, on a staff level and volunteer level and on, on an instructor level and on all levels, I think that those concerns have completely been mitigated, so... I know that there were people who were very worried going in, and by the second day, everybody was like really happy with how the event was running. So, so that kudos to you and and the rest of your team Thank you. for that. It it's been it's been a wonderful week. I'm glad. So, when I mean, obviously, we had tough shoes to fill. Uh, anyone who's been here prior to this year has known that. I mean, Otto and his his assistant mm-hmm. did fantastic work here, mm-hmm. along with the the planning committee volunteers and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So big shoes to fill, but I'm glad that we could step up to the plate and mm-hmm. have a, an, an event that was worthwhile for everyone involved. Yeah, exactly. And and too, you know, you're you're a bit younger than Otto. Your team is a bit younger than Otto, mm-hmm. and uh, and that also helps bring in new ideas. There's certainly a better social media presence for Fiber Week now. Mm-hmm. Something and, we want to continue. Yep, and yeah. and we'll probably be seeing more more social media and also an online presence as well yeah which absolutely is good. yeah and you know young people also means new ideas and which leads me to my announcement yeah. <laughs> which is that as of uh, next year 2015 mm-hmm. i am going to be uh, job sharing the fiber program coordinator position with michelle boyd mm-hmm. So I'm going to be a little more heavily involved in Fiber Week, and I'm really looking forward to working with you on it on 2015 and going forward. And I'm I'm thrilled to have you. I'm really excited. I mean, again, it's it's part and parcel of these uh, of this attitude of new ideas and mm-hmm. and uh, new developments in Fiber Week. And to be clear, it's not suggesting that we're moving away from the old either. It's just looking at what we've got, what really really works, mm-hmm. and building on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and so change for the positive and. Yeah, not change for change's sake. No, change, gosh, change, no. Oh, no, God, no. No, never, nobody ever likes that. No, and nor is it useful. I mean, it's not useful to the, the community. It's not useful to Olds College, mm-hmm. anyone involved. We want, uh, you know, change for a productive sake, and that's yeah. why I've, uh, all week long I've been talking about the evaluations, and that's, and that's why we mm-hmm. don't have any other details for Fiber Week 2015, because we're waiting until we get all the feedback yeah. out. We want to make sure that any change that's, that's done is directed by... Um, people experience people in the industry mm-hmm. uh, and first and foremost I should say you know the participants mm-hmm. the people who are coming here to enjoy the event exactly we want to provide what they provide and that's why you as an addition of the planning committee is going to be a fantastic uh, fantastic addition someone who's mm-hmm. been involved get the student perspective mm-hmm. um, as well as working with you know collectively with the rest of our planning committee is just going to be fantastic mm-hmm. yeah. well I'm really looking forward to it now I have one last question for you Uh-oh. <laughs> at the spin-in you learned how to spin on a spindle. 
Well, uh, are you going to continue to spin so you're a little better at next year's spinning? Hmm. This. You know, you say it like a question, but it sounds like a challenge. It sounds <laughs> it a challenge. like a challenge. Okay, seriously, guys. He sat down first time with a spindle, and he spun Surrey Alpaca Silk Blend. It was pink. It was pink. It was awesome, and he did a very good job. So <laughs> if he can start spinning on that, I'm, I'm thinking that if he sits down for 15 minutes a day, <laughs> he'll be spinning frog hair hmm. by the time next time comes around. So what do you think? Are you up for it? How about half an hour a week? Half an hour a week. Well, I'm, I'm going to need some guidance. <laughs> I'm going to need There's some help. There's plenty I think. of people around you here can, that can you help can point you. point me to, towards some good resources? Good resources. I think there's plenty <laughs> of people who can give you a hand. What do you think? Are but you up for it? I think so, yeah. I mean, okay. It was a fantastic experience, and I can't promise quality, but I can, <laughs> but I can promise perseverance. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks so much for sitting down with me today. My pleasure. By the Wayside. Well, if I didn't get any knitting done at Fiber Week, you can pretty much guarantee that I didn't get anything done on the tapestry either. The good news is that when I decided not to do the Stage 3 socks, I was left with a bit of time in the evenings. So I actually did spend uh, two evenings right before I left for Fiber Week working on the tapestry. And I only have the boar and the tree that the boar is is tied to left for outlining. That's it. I mean, it, it took a while to get there. I, I spent a, a long night doing the, the bird that's eating the tree. But, oh, it's so close. So close. On the other hand, we're moving this week. And... I may only be able to get in, not this Saturday, but next, working on the tapestry. Because there's no way, I don't think there's any way that I'm going to get any time in this week. I've got to pack and move and pack some more and move some more and all of that. But next week, right before the next episode, I think I should be able to sit down and maybe not get it finished certainly get a little further. So two episodes from now, I'm really hoping to be back into the filling in. And hopefully that will go pretty quickly. So that's, I'm, I'm feeling really good about where the tapestry is at. I'm feeling really good about the work that I did manage to get done. And oh, it's so close. I can taste it. It really is. I showed it to Nathan at Fiber Week. Yeah, he liked it. So, ah, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do when this is over. I, I have really actually enjoyed working on the tapestry and, and having you all out there pushing me, you know, just by listening uh, to, to work on it and get it done. I'll have to go into my stash of long languishing projects and see if I can find another one. That's the By the Wayside update. Thank you for joining me for episode 39. 
By the Fiberside is a bi-weekly podcast, and I look forward to bringing you episode 40 on July 13th, 2014. Show notes for this episode can be found at www.bythefiberside.com. Join the discussion in our group on Ravelry. If you need to get in touch with me directly, you can email me at ness, as in Loch Ness, at bythefiberside.com. Thanks again for listening. This is By the Fiberside.